Yo, how is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, the Bears came into day three of the 2020 NFL Draft with five picks. They ended up picking five times, but not where they were supposed to. Today, we're going to break down that and everything surrounding day three of the Bears picks, giving you our reactions to every single pick that they made. I'm your host, Chris Mulpey, and today I'm joined with my co-host, Zach Rimbos. How's it going? Good, man. I'm excited. Absolutely. So, Zach is actually our editor and video producer here at Bear Down, but he's joining us today as Parth and Jalen both are not available. Zach, we've got a lot to go over, but there's no better spot to start than this. So, coming into the day, we knew the Bears had 163, which was in the fifth round. They had picks 196 and 200 in the sixth round, and picks 226 and 233 in the seventh round. So the Bears came into the day with five. Obviously, I did say they still picked five, but at different spots. So let's get into the first trade. The Bears' first trade of the day came when they acquired the 155th pick overall from the Minnesota Vikings. They traded a future fourth-round pick in 2021 to receive a fifth-round pick this year. And with that, they chose Travis Gibson, defensive end from Tulsa. This is someone that I could really see coming in as a really nice rotational piece. Had some really good stats uh, throughout his time in college. You know, uh, he said to reporters that he really looks up to Khalil Mack. He's a good edge, edge defender. He can stand up or put his hand put his hand in the dirt. He, he's got a lot of good moves. He's got relentless effort. I think it's a good rotational piece. His draft comparison was actually Roy Robertson-Harris, which is pretty funny. So the Bears pick up another rotational edge rusher, someone who should definitely be able to make the roster and make an impact. Zach, what were your thoughts when the Bears picked up Travis Gibson? Um, so I really like it, obviously. We've been talking about uh, for a while now in our mock drafts and everything. We've been talking about an edge here. Um, looking at somebody that can sit behind Khalil Mack and that um, awesome, awesome defensive line. Uh, somebody who can develop and do a great player. And I was very surprised. I didn't even know that this guy was on their radar at all. Obviously, Pace doing what he does best, which is uh, make make picks come out of the dark and uh, picks Travis Gibson. Very interesting. Um, reading a little bit more about this guy, I'm really liking it. He's 6'4", 268. Um, I think it'll be a great addition to the team. Uh, and again, sitting behind that line will make him a great player, I believe. Absolutely. So looking into the next pick, the Bears actually did stay at 163, believe it or not. They did not trade up for this one, but this is kind of Pace's small school pick that we see every year, and with the 163rd overall pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Bears selected Kendall Vildor, cornerback from Georgia Southern. Now, Pace said earlier this week that there's an excess amount of cornerbacks that you need, similar to defensive ends. You really can never get enough. Vildor is very explosive. He's got good ball skills. He's someone who can really man up. Someone I really like a lot. Uh, I think he's only five foot nine. Uh, I saw some some people on Twitter saying he might convert to strong safety. That being said, uh, a good piece similar to Duke Shelley, similar to Kevin Tolliver, similar to Jalen Johnson, just to keep developing down the road because one of these guys is bound to be a superstar or at least be a good player for the Bears down the road. So a decent pick, a small school pick but we'll see if he can turn into something big. Zach, what did you think about the pick of Kendall Vildor from Georgia Southern? Yeah, so another surprise here. Not really surprising, obviously, we need that depth. Uh, again, like you were saying, cornerback and defensive end are kind of kind of limitless picks here. 
Um, he had 33 passes defended, nine interceptions at Georgia Southern. Uh, so some some kind of decent numbers. Ran a 4-4-4, four, 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 um, 40. Uh, I think it's obviously a, still a positional need, and I'm excited to see the battle between all the cornerbacks that we now have on the roster and see who makes it and see who steps up big time. Absolutely. I mean, when you look at it, we needed some defensive backs coming into this. I think this even more solidifies the team's trust in Deion Bush, obviously, because they didn't pick up a safety. You know, J.R. Reed is someone that they can look into in undrafted free agency if they do not, um, if they do not get, if he doesn't get picked later on. But Kindleville Door is someone who is interesting, who will look to compete down the road with a with a good group of young quarterback cornerbacks looking to uh, looking to do something. So, with the next pick. The Bears once again traded up, this time with the Philadelphia Eagles. So let me pull up the details of that trade here. This was a little bit more of a complex trade. You know, we needed a little bit more to move up again into the fifth round. So looking at this trade before we get on to the player, we traded picks 100. The Philadelphia Eagles traded us picks 173 and 227 in exchange for 196, 200, and 233. So the Bears ended up getting 226 and 227, both in the seventh round. We'll get to that after this. But with the 173rd overall pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, they chose speedy wide receiver Darnell Mooney out of Tulane. A prospect I like a lot. He can bring in contested catches quite well and can work in all three levels of the field. He put up a 4-3-8 40-yard dash at the Combine a perfect replacement for Taylor Gabriel. He's known for his speed and burst. I think if he can build a little bit more strength, he can be the exact wide receiver 2-3 that the Bears are looking for. Obviously, we still have Cordell Patterson, Riley Ridley, and Javon Wims on the roster, but the Bears needed a big play receiver, and I definitely think they got that out of Darnell Mooney. Probably my favorite pick of the day. Zach, what was your thoughts on Cash Mooney, as I like to call him? I, I really liked, honestly, I really liked it. At first, I was kind of like, oh, I don't know much about this guy, but we obviously needed a wide receiver. Uh, again, he ran a 4-3-8, and it is a lot like Taylor Gabriel. We needed to replace that speed. Somebody who can really take the top off of a defense, like you were saying. Um, and it's also just an, another player that kind of is unexpected. You're not going to, the defense isn't going to be looking to, um, to cover him on a couple of the plays that he comes in and could potentially come up with a big play uh, here and there. Um, obviously, again, like you were saying, if he can develop into a great player, that'd be an awesome wide receiver two or three. Um, but yeah, I really liked it. Very intrigued with this pick. Absolutely. Let's look at some stats here quickly from Darnell Mooney. This is from Pro Football Focus. This is on him on passes traveling 20, 20 yards or more downfield in 2019. He was targeted 27 times, had 11 catches for 254 yards and four touchdowns with only two drops. So it looks like uh, a couple of those targets may have been contested with other receivers. I'm not too sure what that means. But overall, he looks like he can really be that deep threat receiver that the Bears are looking for. I'm really excited. Once again, I said if he can put some more meat on the bone, I think he could be a really interesting pick. So, obviously we knew that the Bears needed to uh, address the offensive line coming into this draft. So I'm going to say both these picks at once because they were back-to-back. And the Bears finally decided to draft offensive linemen when it came down to the last pick. So let's just look right into it. With the 226th pick, they picked Arlington Hambright, guard out of Colorado, and with 227, they picked Lechavius Simmons, offensive tackle from Tennessee State. You're not going to get two names that might be crazier back-to-back than that. 
But Zach, do you think it was important to pick up some developmental offensive linemen late in this draft? Absolutely, and not even developmental as much as as much as depth pieces, just in case something were to happen. Obviously, the Bears do believe in this line, uh, the new offensive line coach. Uh, they're looking at Jermaine Effetti to be starting at guard, and I'm really excited about that because that's when he played best. Um, so obviously, this is very important. We need depth pieces. Uh, Pace is addressing that, and uh, yeah, I'm looking really forward to this. I really don't think you can overlook any of the picks from the last day of the draft, much less even the seventh-round picks. I mean, Arlington Hambright, someone who had two really good years, uh, he transferred after his freshman year. He was at Oklahoma State, missed eight games with an ankle injury, transferred to Colorado, led the way last year for the Buffs. They didn't have that great of a season, but he did a pretty good job blocking for Steven Montez who's yet to be picked in this draft, might end up with the Bears as an undrafted free agent. And then as far as Lachavius Simmons goes, I looked up a little bit about Tennessee State, and out of all Division I teams in the country, they uh, they really didn't uh, allow many sacks. They had the second least allowed sacks in the entire FBS. So that's a really interesting one to me. You know, I looked at a little bit more about him. There's not much on him online. We could barely even find pictures of him to post on Instagram. But uh, looks like he's very athletic, uh, has some traits of a tight end. He's got incredible footwork. So I think if he just works on technique a bit, both of these guys you really can't overlook at the ends because, Zach, I'm sure you remember the Bears in 2014 taking Charles Leno in the seventh round. Uh, Obviously, Bears fans aren't too happy with Charles Leno right now. But if any of these guys at the end could turn out anything like Leno did, I think that would be an absolute steal for us. For sure, definitely. So, I mean, yeah, a lot of Bears fans might not have that love for him, but regardless, he sticks around for a while. He's a, I mean, Charles Leno, he's a great locker room guy too, man. He's he's an awesome dude. Um, so, obviously, that's really important. I, I agree with you. Absolutely. Uh, before we go, I, I have two more questions to ask you. Out of these day three picks, which one was your favorite? Day three, I'm going to go with, I'm gonna go with Darnell Mooney, Cash Mooney. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I I just really like it. Obviously, wide receiver sells something that we needed, not nearly as much as uh, maybe offensive line, and people may not be happy with that. But regardless, this is a dude who could turn into something that a lot of people aren't expecting, and he's actually um, Draft Network also um, said that he's one of the most underrated receivers in his draft. Yeah, I think they said um, he was the so, most underrated receiver in the draft. Yeah, they said the most. <laughs> so I mean, bias aside. This kid has a lot of great raw talent. His physical attributes are amazing. He's 5'10", 176, but he's got a 4'38", and, you know, obviously we need to make up that speed with the cut cut of Taylor Gabriel, so I like that a lot. That's my favorite. Absolutely, and the relative athletic score was actually just put out for the 2020 draft class. If you look at the class in general, their class averaged an 8.3 out of 10. The Bears had three players score an elite range, eight or better, um, one of those players, I, I can't tell exactly who, was taken on uh, taken on this, the, the third day, and we only had picks on days two and three. But just in general, I think it was a good overall draft, and I'm going to go with my favorite pick from day three being Travis Gibson, just to mix it up a little bit. Obviously, coming into this draft, a lot of people were saying that, you know, Mock drafts were a lot different than what we were actually expecting coming into this year and stuff like that. And even though 
it did turn out that way. Guys like K.J. Hill went in the seventh round. Anthony Gordon's going to go undrafted. It's kind of crazy how this is all playing out. There's going to be some good undrafted free agents. Talent slipped, and the Bears got Travis Gibson in the fifth round, and he was 92nd overall on the Pro Football Focus big board. I think he's someone that really is going to benefit from playing behind Khalil Mack, you know, um, can improve his pass rushing moves. Seems like he's a beast already, really good against the run. He's kind of skinny. That reminds me a little bit of Leonard Floyd, but I hope this project can turn out better after you give him a couple years on the bench and also make him rotational so he can work a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit more about draft grades later and stuff like that, but before we go, I want to ask one more question for you, Zach. Out of all the picks in the 2020 NFL Draft, who was your favorite, and would you say you're satisfied with how this pay, this draft turns out for Ryan Pace? Okay, so number one, Cole Komet, my favorite. I think he's the best tight end in this draft uh, that was drafted. Uh, I think he's just overall, I've been, I've been preaching for the Bears to get him for such a long time, and obviously him being from Lake Barrington, I also just wanted him to come, you know, come home. Um, but everything about this kid was just showing flashes. Um, and, and, uh, I really love, that's my favorite pick by far at number 43, Cole Komet out of Notre Dame. Um, and I would say I'm very satisfied with this draft. And I think a lot of Bears fans and fans in general, usually with the draft, they, they tend to be not too happy about picks. But if you look at this, we added so many death pieces, so many, so many pieces to, um, the positional needs that were, that were needed to be addressed. Um, I think this is a great draft. I think Pace did a good job. He went talent and then he went depth and that's the most important. He went talent and depth. And I think that's the most important thing. Um, so I am really satisfied with this and yeah, I'm looking forward to the season. I'm so excited. I mean, if you look at Komet, how happy he is to be home, you can take a video and look at the, the Arlington Heights residents having a drive by parade at his house this morning. That was absolutely crazy. I don't know if you got a chance to see that. But I agree with you. I'm pretty satisfied with this draft. You know, um, I was a little bit worried on Friday night. The Komet pick has sat more with me, and I really think he's the tight end that the Bears are looking for at the end of the day. So that is very good. Um, I'm going to say my favorite pick from this uh, draft has to be Jalen Johnson. He's someone who, when I was doing my draft research, never expected to fall to the Bears. He's only missed one game in the last two years, and he played the entire last season, I think, with a torn labrum. So that's a little bit of an issue. But that also definitely expects, or uh, that also talks to his, um, you know, his toughness on the field. And that's something that the Bears need. And that's very good. So I'm going to go with Justin Jefferson, or Jalen Johnson. Jesus. I was almost at Justin Jefferson. Uh, Jalen Johnson. As my favorite pick, you know, I think he's someone who can develop, will really benefit from playing alongside Kyle Fuller, and I think could turn into a pro bowler in the future and create a perfect tandem with Fuller. That's going to pretty much do it for us, guys. Thank you very much for tuning in to all of our 2020 NFL draft coverage. We've been trying to put out a ton of content for you guys, and it's not going to stop. You're going to get mixtapes for all the new players, articles with, with, with grades and breaking down some of these players' traits. And we're going to keep grinding and working hard for you guys. So be sure to smash a like on this video and subscribe. If you want more content from us, head over to BearDown.com. You can find all of our social media on that site, as well as articles, columns, and more content from us. You can follow this uh, podcast on Instagram and Twitter. 
And that's going to pretty much do it for me. Zach, any last words? Get ready for this season. I don't know if everybody else is excited as me, but I think this might be the most fun Bears season yet, hopefully. I think my last words in this one are going to be, look at this defense. There's so much depth at every piece now. We add another cornerback. We add another great defensive end. And we even add another cornerback in Kendall Vildor. I think it's going to be really great. I think if this defense can stay healthy, they are destined to do some very good things. I'm your host, Chris Mulpey. Thank you guys very much for tuning in to the Bear Down podcast. And as always, Chicago, stay safe and bear down. Peace.